turn your radios off. It's about to be lit. It's going down. It's crazy. It's louder than high school holla. Hold your airwaves, Hoster. Hello, Chicago! Steven Spoon Ramsey welcoming everyone from Chicago and all surrounding areas to the best show in Chicago for high school sports, the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show. Giving big hollers out to Hubbard's head football coach and athletic director, Elton Harris, on being inducted into the IHSA Football Coaches Hall of Fame this weekend. A living legend in Chicago high school coaching. This week, to honor him, we revisit our interview, our one-on-one featuring Coach Elton Harris and the rich tradition of high school sports that he offers here in Chicago. We also sit down with the head baseball coach of Sarah E. Good STEM Academy, Galermo Guzman, and a few of the night's shining stars talking good STEM baseball with us. We also get an update from our H2S2 student reporter Alex Bernstein on the Taft Eagles softball and lacrosse teams. It's all for you covering everything on high school sports from baseball to lacrosse on the H2S2 show. Follow and holler at us on social media. We're on Facebook and Twitter. You can find us at Urban Field House. If you're on Facebook, Show us some love by liking and inviting others to check out the High School Holler Sports Show page on Facebook. We appreciate the love from you. Look for us next week. We return to Facebook Live. In our pre- and post-game coverage of the H2S2 Baseball and Softball Games of the Week with interviews with coaches and players of the game, you can always take the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show anywhere you go. All you got to do is subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Downloading the H2S2 show is the best way to know what's happening in high school sports here in Chicago. Coming up next, we talk Sarah E. Good STEM Academy Knights Baseball with head baseball coach Guillermo Guzman. On the H2S2 show. Holla back. Hi, this is Coach Guillermo Guzman with the Sarah Good STEM Academy Knights. And you're tuning into the high school Holla Sports Show. Holla. So why do teenagers play high school sports? My reason why is a sense of purpose. My reason why is to inspire others. One reason student athletes seldom mention is to get an athletic scholarship. They know that only 2% of all high school athletes are awarded a sports scholarship. So why do they play? My reason why is friendship. Tell us your reason using the hashtag MyReasonWhy. This message presented by the NFHS and the Illinois High School Association. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. Exclusive hot new high school holla. Here it comes. Welcome everyone to another H2S2 baseball preview. We are here at Sarah E. Good STEM Academy High School, home of the night. We are talking nice baseball. We welcome another first-time guest to the H2S2 show. Joining us is none other than head baseball coach Guzman. Welcome to the H2S2 show. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having us. It's a thrill. Coach, how long you been the head baseball coach here at Saragut? 
For varsity, I've been the head coach for two years now. I assisted for three years, so a total of five years. Now, we always want to know from our coaches who join us here on the show, what's one of your best high school memories? Look, the players are all ears for this one. <laughs> the weather back then, <laughs> that's number one. Uh, number two is just the, the, the growth of the game uh, in Chicago. Now, let's take a quick look back at the 2018 season. How did the Knights finish in the Chicago Public League, and what's your thoughts overall about last year? We finished in third in our division last year. Uh, it was a pretty tough competitive division. I think we could have done better like any other coach would think of his team. I We got high expectations this year, so I mean, we should be good. What did you and your team walk away knowing about yourselves from 2018? Well, we learned that we have heart, number one. Number two, uh, we know that everybody has to improve on something, and it just made us hungrier for this season. What did you and your coaches evaluate during the offseason to prepare for the 2019 season? First of all, developing the players, the ones we have, the ones returning. We were a pretty young team last year. This year, we have a lot of seniors, uh, and then trying to recruit kids to uh, make sure they come in the baseball program because the school is not that big. And I know that, you know, getting baseball as an interesting sport when you got football and, and basketball, Basketball and towards the end of school year, it can be kind of tough. Yes, yes. Competing with other sports, of course. Uh, you know, of course, everybody loves to play football. We all know that. Props to football. But, you know, baseball is a beautiful game. Now, tell us about the coaches on your staff that help you prepare these nights every season to take this baseball field. I owe a lot to assistant coach Tony Herrera, who has been with me since Little League days. Uh, he was my vice president over there. We moved over here. So, I mean, a lot of coaches come in, volunteer, help me out. We even do weekend workouts. What are your expectations? expectations for the team this year? Our expectations is to win the conference uh, like Mr. Curry put it out there. We want to be one of the teams that upsets one of these Jackie Robinson teams this year. So we put that on the bulletin board. They can put it up there too. Now we have members of the Sarah E. Good STEM Knights baseball team with us here and when we return we'll meet some of them next on the H2S2 show. Yeah. High School Holler isn't it amazing? What? The, the sacrifice, the dedication, the grit. I mean, they really set an example, don't they? Oh, well, no question. Today's high school athletes are truly special. Not the athletes. Well, who? The officials. Oh. Today's student athletes are truly special. But there's something pretty great about the men and women who officiate their games, too. Like the way they're giving back to their communities. Officiating is a terrific way to stay in shape. Meet new people and stay connected to the game you love. But the biggest reason of all? We need more qualified high school officials here in Illinois. And without them, the rest of us would have a whole lot less to cheer about. High school games need officials. High school sports need you. Great call, Rob. Yeah. Interested in becoming a licensed high school official? Go to highschoolofficials.com to learn more and begin the application process. This is Daniel representing Sarah E. Good STEM Academy Baseball. I'm Tellus Barnell, one of the shining stars of Sarah Good Knights, and it's time to share a moment with another shining star on the H2S2 show. Holla. High School Holla. Let's go. 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 Welcome back to It's the H2S2 Baseball Preview. We've been talking Sarah E. Good Knights Baseball with head baseball coach Guerrero Guzman. Coach, give us a look at this year's roster and who we can expect some big things from as the Knights take the field. This year's roster, uh, we got seniors. I am looking big things from uh, our panda, Daniel Navarro. I'm also looking uh, for big things for uh, my junior, Tellis Parnell. Also, I'm looking for big things for uh, my sophomore, one of the youngest on the team. He's playing varsity, Jimmy Bustos. Coach Herrera, you're the assistant coach. Talk a little bit more about some of these guys. You got some sophomores coming up. Uh, yes, we do. They got definitely got promise. What we try to preach to them, though, is you know, it's a team effort, so we got to play together and because we lose and we win, we win together as well. Now, is there any pressure when you have some of the younger players players playing on the varsity level? It definitely is pressure, uh, but they've handled it well, so, you know, we got confidence in them. When you look at this entire roster, where's the weakness? I don't see any. No, These young men are looking at it. They ain't just to get on that field, oh, Actually, we're hyped this season because we, I don't think we have a weakness this year, but, um, you know, as the season goes on, you know, we'll work on whatever weakness we do see. I we have some of these guys here with us. I want to thank you guys for joining us. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Tell us Parnell, varsity captain. Daniel Novaro, varsity captain number two. DeAndre Beckwith, singer, a.k.a. Bowell. 
Jimmy Bustos, sophomore in varsity. Guillermo Paez, varsity. Xavier Avila, varsity. DeAndre Saunders, varsity. DeAndre, you got a D voice. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Juan Avila, varsity. Gavin Zachaki, varsity. Bastion Ramirez, varsity. Adrian Ramirez, varsity. Caleb Hansen, varsity. Elijah Banks, aka AJ, varsity. Another D voice. Bartie Stevens, varsity. Pablo Matias, aka Pedro, varsity. Tristan Parneo, JV. Luciana Medina, JV. Johnny Sagun, very good outfielder. Jeremiah Paez, JV. Michael Wilson, JV. Dustin Hobbs, Junior Varsity. Avery Evans, Junior Varsity. Julian Rivera, Junior Varsity. Oscar De La Torre, JV. Sebastian Miranda, Junior Varsity. Eric De La Mora, JV. Giovanni Herrera, JV. Carlos Carlin, JV. Those were the Knights of Sarah E. Good Baseball Squad. We have the captains joining us right now. Now, I want you guys to share with us your experience in attending Sarah E. Good STEM Academy High School and playing baseball for the Knights. I'm Telus Parnell, one of two varsity captains for Sarah E. Good Knights. My experience here at Sarah Good, not only being a student here, but being an athlete of three sports, it's just been a learning experience. You know, learning to adapt to another environment, going from middle school to high school, is just learning how to, you know, evolve into new things as not only I grow, but the people around me grow, and we learn how to adapt to success. Um, my name is Daniel Navarro, and what I've learned from my high school experience is you're not, you're not always going to get everything you want for free. you got to work hard for what you want. And I also want to say that this team right here is my favorite team out of all the teams I've played for. Love y'all. You know, I started tearing up a little bit there, brother. Now, I want you guys to tell me, you guys are the captains of this team. How you plan on leading the Knights to success? Tell us here again. My main goal is in uh, leading this team to success is to allow myself to learn from them also. The label captain isn't just to, you know, rule and demand, but it's also to, to be able to learn from each other. Me being the captain, I learn, I learn most from being able to teach them and learning myself. So if I can teach them and then learn from what they have for me, it just makes the team evolve better. Uh, Daniel again I guess I want them to feel me as a leader like I want them to look at me as a fun person I want them to take my skills so they could take it for themselves and improve on it also I want to know from you guys we asked both of the coaches about last season what did you guys as players take away from last season um, I was pretty upset after last season because our last game, I wasn't really happy with our performance because we could have performed better our last game. And what I learned is you just got to keep trying and putting in the effort to improve for next season. Um, I feel like last season was really, I didn't leave it off as a bad thing. It was sort of a stepping stone for me. Not necessarily the do's and don'ts, but the wills and won'ts. What you will and won't do to make a difference in next season, you know. We didn't finish off as good as we wanted to, but it wasn't terrible. Like Coach Guzman said, we had a young team. And we've actually matured over the span of last season to this season. We're going to put everything we learned in the offseason to use and you know, hopefully come out with success. Now I want to ask you, what is new about you as a player this season and the team as a whole? Um, me personally, it's just, you know, my, my outlook on the game in general. Um, I've always known the game to be, it takes nine players to win a ball game, but actually it takes more than that. It's, it involves the, the people in the stands, you know, the parents, the, the things they contribute, the players, those who play and those who don't, even those who are working to get on the field, you know, it's, it's all about the energy. The energy in the game is what, is what brings out the results, you know. Daniel, what's new about you as a player this season? I've grown more mature over the past four years in my high school career. What's the attitude of the team? This this offseason has not only been, you know, a learning experience, but it's been humble. This whole this whole team is humble. Not not one player on this team feels like they're better than the next. Um, from the from the seniors all the way to the freshmen, everybody is willing to learn, open up to new things, and and just hopefully get better and have better success than we did last year and carry it on to next year. Um, the attitude of the team is that everybody on the team wants to improve, even if they prove a little or a lot, just everyone wants to improve. They want to show off their skills. They just want to improve. That's it. I see a lot of young men in this room. What does it take to be a student athlete to make this Knights baseball team? In my opinion, to make this team, it, it, it takes resiliency and heart because um, myself, I didn't play my freshman year because of injuries and Personally, it took a lot for me to come back out here and, and do it again and try out and risk not making the team. You know, everybody has their different assets they can put forward to the success of the team. But it's just, you know, all about what we afford as a team. It's, it's, a, it's a group. It's a group advancement. Um, you got to keep your attendance at 90 <laughs> <laughs> percent. Is that in school or in practice? Uh, school policy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> use whatever word young people use to describe Knights baseball. Ooh, uh, the, the most modern word you can use. Yeah. And I mean, it's in a positive way. 
This baseball team busting, you feel me? <laughs> hey, we we got we got we got what's going on in CPS. We what y'all need to look for in CPS, man. We got everything big coming, and just like Coach said, Jackie Robinson, whether it's Northwest, East, South, we coming for everybody. We feel like we deserve to be there, so we gonna prove why we should. I heard that. Yeah. All right. I heard that. I might as well go and say we putting the city on notice, right, fellas? Yeah. All right. Hey, y'all get evicted, man. Y'all get evicted. <laughs> I want to ask you guys, what's it like playing for these two men as your coaches? Coaches actually care about us, you know. They just want to see us improve, but at the same time, they make us um <laughs> run laps. Yeah. <laughs> but they just want to see us improve. I feel like it's it's deeper than baseball, you know. What Coach Coach Guzman and Coach Herrera is more like a it's more like a family. They they do what they can to make sure we get as far as we can in this game, and uh, even as selfless as they can, they make sure we get further than they did. They they do what they can, what they have, and what they don't have, they make sure they'll get it when they can. It's just a, it's a it's a family attitude that they have. What's the best advice the coaches have ever given you? The best advice, <laughs> um, do it over. Even if you even if you feel like you got it right, there's always somewhere to improve, and somebody's always watching. So just do it over. You you can ne you can never do it too many times. Perfect practice makes perfect. It's all mental. <laughs> Explain it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it sounds like there's a good story behind that, Daniel. Explain oh, yes. that. Um, it just means that the game of baseball just. 90% mental, 10% physical, and that's basically what it's all is. Now, you know I get the real story from the coaches when he comes back over here, right? I like you, not him. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's ask some fun questions, man. Let's talk about the team as a whole. Who has the best nickname on this squad? Panda. <laughs> what is it? Uh, Panda. And who is Panda? Oh, uh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't nominate yourself, but we'll take that one. Tell us, who's the best nickname on the squad to you? Um, I have to say it's 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 a lot of them. Uh, my top five would probably have to be uh, Guillermo Pius as Cheetos, AJ as Boe, Gavin as uh the um the secondary Panda. Danny, you know, he goes by Power Ranger because when he getting those red glasses, that's a different monster to deal with. <laughs> and um, my newly given nickname by uh, Jimmy Bustos, Coach Parnell. <laughs> I love it. Tell me this. What's the, the best thing about playing on this baseball squad? The best thing about playing on this squad is the experience. I, I, I play travel ball too, but that's more that's more of a serious thing. But with these guys, I, I, I get to um, I, I get to be a different person, you know. It's, 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 it's a different atmosphere being out here in front of the school. Uh, like like Coach said, we're battling against different sports, but it's it's more it's more of bragging rights because me being a multi-sport athlete, I have to take a lot from um a lot from the athletes depending on the the, the record. But it's just a fun experience with, with playing with these guys. I get to be a different person. Daniel, who's the biggest jokester on the squad? Oh my god. <laughs> um, I have to say uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, is everything gonna be about you? Then we gonna eliminate you. Who's the next biggest jokester on the squad? You got the best nickname, the biggest jokester. Um, I have to go with my boy Jimmy Bustos over here. Why, why Jimmy? Oh, he just makes me laugh all the time, man. <laughs> No matter what? Yeah, no matter what. Just looking at him. <laughs> What's the most memorable moment in Knights baseball? The most the most memorable moment in uh in our baseball for me so far would have to be our dance battle with Hubbard during the rain delay. That that, that was that was great. Alright, who won? We did. We did. What was the winning move? All of them. All of them on the SEG side. All of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Lamborghini. Uh, Eddie. Eddie Sanchez with the with the worm. That. Yeah. He he he's not currently in attendance, but he had the best dance move. And, and that that killed it. That just killed it. Uh, Hubbard Hubbard had to come with the whack Fortnite moves, and we just had we just had something different in store for him. Let alone what happened in the game. <laughs> Who does the best impression of the coaches? Coach Parnell. Tell me something funny the coach would say and how he would say it. Listen, man. <laughs> Did he get it? Wait, wait, wait. Come on. What, what would he say? Nah, I gotta try not to laugh. All right, listen, man. We gotta gotta go through these warm ups quick and easy, man. We got we gotta make it happen. We gotta make the throws, go through the warm ups, behind the head, release, man, release. It's it's, it's all it's all mental, man. It's it's ninety percent mental, ten percent physical. And once you get that part down, man, we're gonna win the game, man. It's it's, it's all it's all mental. Coach Guzman, come on here. Did he get it? Did he do a good job? Yes, he did. But that wasn't me. That was Coach Carrera. <laughs> Ha ha ha!
love it. I, you guys, hands down, are the are the most fun I've had doing these previews. I tell you. <laughs> now I want to ask you guys one final question. Tell our listeners why they should come out and see the Sarah E. Good STEM Academy Knights baseball squad play this season. Uh, after after I answer, I'll let Danny go. But um, y'all should come watch us because it's an underdog story. You know, we we'll be facing a lot of teams that are in uh, higher conferences than us, and yet we we don't let that we don't let that stop us. We still come out there with a chip on our shoulder, play nice baseball, and expect success, not wish for it. I guess the listeners should come uh, watch us out play because um, we need the support, not just from my parents, not just from our school and everybody else. We just we would really like the support because like what he said, it's an underdog story. With the more support we have, the better chances we'll come out and play better. This is a, a tribute to our coach Emilio that was supposed to be with us this season, but he uh, he passed away in a shooting, unfortunately. Hey, nice, bring it up. Nice on three, Emilio on six. One, two, three. Nice. Four, five, six. Emilio! Coach Guzman, when you hear about these two great representatives of this baseball squad, how does it make you feel about how they spoke so highly about you and Coach Herrera and what you guys meant to this baseball squad and to them as young men? You know what? That makes it all worthwhile. Um, very honored, flattered. Uh, we have a great group of kids, and that's all we try to do is make sure they, they live the right path, they play baseball, play their butts off, and, and I'm very proud of them. Coach, I want to give you an opportunity to talk about the coach that they just mentioned and his honor. What type of man was he? Coach Emilio, he was he was like one of them. He was a young individual, uh, 21 years old. Uh, he was uh, going to be fresh off this uh, starting. He was going his first year. He was already coming out, uh, watching the kids do conditioning. He did something that Coach uh, Herrera and I never did. After workouts, he'll he'll bring peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for the kids you know, feed them. And I was like, what the heck is that? You know, because we never done that. But that was just the type of person he was. He's been, he's been a part of the program because he has some kids here that played Little League with him, you know, coming out. And uh, he was just watching as a spectator. Uh, we, we introduced him to some of the other guys and had him, you know, part of our, our team this year. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. Coach, moving back into talking about the season, tell us about some of the competition you guys will be facing from the Chicago Public League this year. Uh, we're gonna we, we scheduled more games this year than we have previous years. Uh, this year, I made sure that we we schedule a lot of Jackie Robinson North teams, Jackie Robinson South, just to better prepare them for the playoffs or for the state playoffs that were coming up last year. Last year, we fell short and everything. We've we've been a young team. Uh, we all we started from the bottom, like Mr. Curry mentioned. We started we're one of the teams that started from the bottom, all the way in the bottom. We won several conferences. We moved all the way up. Our goal is to make sure we get into Jackie Robinson South. That's one of your goals for not only you guys and the team what's the goal in representing this school we want to make sure we lead by example we want to make sure we we leave a mark on this school everybody pays it forward if it's from my seniors that i expect them teach the freshmen sophomores how to lead and how to leave something better better than the way they found it and also just like leave your mark you know because you can never take that away i want to give both of you coaches an opportunity to tell our listeners why they need to come out and watch your young men from sarah e good academy play ball this season personally i think our team has character and with that they'll see that they're they're in the game and they make it fun coach good you know what? Come on and support us. The reason why is because we got a bunch of talented kids out here. Uh, they may not know it. We see it. Also, you know, who doesn't like playing in front of a crowd? Some of these kids might not have that chance to play in front of a big crowd. You know, give them that chance. You know what I'm saying? I know we're CPS, but you know what? Come on, you'll see some good baseball. Coach Guillermo Guzman, we wish you and the 2019 Sarah E. Good STEM Academy Knights baseball squad much success this season we look forward to covering you guys and the h2s2 show will be there thank you guys for joining us on the high school hall of sports show and our baseball preview high school holla the sarah e good stem academy knights are on the field as we speak right now taking on maine east so good luck to the knights in today's ball game now let's take a look at some of the other scores from the H2S2 scoreboard brought to you by David Solomon. They design unique t-shirts and merchandise with fun, thought-provoking messages. You can purchase these unique items on Amazon or through the Urban Fieldhouse website by searching for the name David Solomon. Yesterday in high school baseball, Limbloom Eagles with a 9-8 win 
over the Bogan Bengals. The Eagles continue their run in the public league. Chicago Vocational Career Academy. But if you're old school, you know what we say. CBS Cavaliers with a hard loss Friday to the Ag Science Cyclones. 12-zip. CBS Cavaliers look to bounce back next week against the Kelly Trojans, who had a big win over Horizon Science Academy. 12-1 winners. The Trojans are now 3-3 to start the season. Kennedy Crusaders get a 10-4 victory over Argo on Thursday. And remember, you can check out all the scores by visiting the Urban Fieldhouse Media website at urbanfieldhousemedia.com. The H2S2 scoreboard is located right there on our homepage. You can't miss it. And also check out David Solomon and their unique merchandise. Coming up next, we have another Tab Eagles sports update with our H2S2 reporting crew member, Alex Burstyn, on the High School Hall of Sports Show. Hi, this is Alex Percy, the member of the H2S2 reporting crew. Catch me next on the High School Holla Sports Show. Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Holla Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area who are fans of sports to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. HouseMedia.com and in the subject line type, I want to join the H2S2 reporting crew. And in a hundred words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join the H2S2 reporting crew and to get signed up for your school because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday to the high school holla sports show. Man, get up out of here. <laughs> Hi, I'm Alex Burstein, the member of the H2S2 reporting crew for your Taft Eagles sports update. I am back here after a few weeks of hiatus, and today we are going to go into two spring sports of which coaches we've had on the show this past year. So without any further ado, let's get right into it. We will start with the girls' softball team. We talked with Coach Padilla and the team on the show a few weeks ago in the Taft Girls' Softball preview segment and heard about how confident they are for the upcoming season. They've had some ups and some downs so far this season. The Eagles currently sport a 3-3 record with a 7-1 win over Evanston, a 13-2 win over Maine West, and a win over Niles North. They've also dropped a pair of games to Layden and on Thursday against Whitney Young in their first conference game. They lost 10 to nothing. Let's take a deeper dive into the stats, though. At home, the Eagles are 1-1, one and, one, and away, they are 2-2. Two and two, So, not really an upper hand on at home or on the way. Both 500 records there to go along with their 500 overall record. They've scored 43 runs this year and given up 42. So, same thing there. They're on a one-game losing streak. But now, as they head into the tougher stretch of the season, it's going to be interesting to see how the Eagles perform. One player who's really been doing good this year for the Eagles is Samantha Nelson. Her breakout game was against Maine West. As I said, that was a 13-2 victory for the Eagles. She had two out-of-the-park home runs, a single base on balls, and three RBIs. An all-around great day for her on the plate and in the field. So, Samantha's done a great job for the Eagles, and the Eagles will look to bounce back from their loss to Whitney Young with a couple of upcoming games. They go to Rolling Meadows to face that team, and at home, they are against North Northside and Lane Tech. Then they hit the road to take on multiple out-of-state teams at the Cal Ripken Experience in Tennessee. This will be a great experience for a team playing some teams who they wouldn't usually play in a season from other states from around the nation. Best of luck to the team over the next couple of weeks. 
Our other team to talk about today is boys lacrosse. All the way back in October or November, we talked to Coach Z about the team. He talked about how he had high expectations for them, and they've shown that so far. The Eagles currently find themselves undefeated at 2-0. Two wins, no losses. They opened the season against St. Lawrence after their original first game was canceled due to weather. They handled that game by just game by by a score of 7-6. Then they also beat an emerging Northside team, their first Chicago Public League team they played in conference play, and they got by that team also by a score of 7-6, so both their games this year have been by a score of 7-6. We go into the stats, as I said, 2-0 overall, a 1,000 win percentage for the Eagles. They have scored 14 goals, given up 12, so pretty even there. Their defense has been okay, their offense has been decent, scoring 7 goals each game, and they're on a two-game win streak, obvious, with their 2-0 record. Josiah Sanchez was named player of the game for Taft against Northside. In that game, 48 minutes he played. He had a 600 save percentage, only gave up six goals. He was named player of the game against Northside. We had him on the Shining Star segment when we interviewed Coach Z. He's a senior and he's doing great things for this Taft Eagles lacrosse team. Team's doing great to start the year and will look to keep it up the rest of the season. Their next five games will be against Nazareth, Brother Rice, Niles Notre Dame, Whitney, and Ladin. They expect to have their first home game in April, but, you know, that's always up for grabs with the Taft Stadium still under construction. They're not sure when that's going to get done, but whenever it does, Taft will be hosting some boys lacrosse as well as a multitude of other sports throughout the fall and spring season. But that's all I have today for my Taft Eagles sports update. Big weeks ahead for May spring sports. Make sure to listen next week as I have an update on something new, Girls Badminton. Also, make sure to check out my personal podcast and blog available on Spreaker, YouTube, WordPress, etc. Just search the Chicago Sports Desk. And also, follow me on all social media platforms at Alex underscore Burstein for more on Taft sports. That's all I have for today. And now back to the H2S2 show. High school high. Now you just heard about Taft softball, so let's dive into some other softball scores from around the public league. The Limbloom girls softball team is crushing it to start their 2-0 season with a 20-3 victory over the Little Village Phoenix. Lakeview Wildcats winners Thursday over Admonson 22-2. I'm telling you, this more sound like more football scores than softball scores. The Jones Eagles with a 16-zip win over Bulls College Prep. Stymed Silver Street, 23-9 winners over Rick Over Naval Academy. I am not laughing, really, at these scores. But, I mean, these softball scores are getting out there, man. I'm just trying to tell you. So, you go, girls. Hashtag girls place two is not just a movement. It's a fact, apparently, by the scoreboard. Now, stay with us. We recap our one-on-one with the legendary coach and now IHSA Football Hall of Fame, Elton Harris. Coming up next on the H2S2. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. They are role models and educators. Their work requires a great deal of time and energy for very little pay. Who are these unsung heroes? Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. The simple truth about education-based athletics in Illinois is this. Without a committed team of coaches and administrators, they just wouldn't be possible. School sports, they bring out the best in all of us. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. Welcome 
to Coach's Child Coach Harris. Pleasure to have join us on the H2S2 show, High School Holler Sports Show. Tell us a little bit how you got in coaching. I got in coaching. I went to Parker High School my junior year, and then my senior year, it became Paul Robeson High School, so I was the first class graduate out of there. I had a coach named Coach Roy Carey, Hall of Fame coach from Jackson State University. Uh, so once I came in from college, everybody had dreams of going to the NFL. I knew I wasn't going to make it. I went to the USFL, didn't make it, and I came back and got a job at the stock market. From the stock market, I went to Robeson, and Coach Carey asked me I want to coach, and um, I said yes. That was like in 87, and uh, I stayed there nine years at Robeson and learned a lot from Coach Carey. I got here in 95 and still here. And tell us a little bit about your program at, here at Hubbard. How did you build up the, the football program? Well, the, the, the program started with uh, the first coach here was Andy Gallagher and uh, Coach Bert Leventhal and then Coach Giovanni. Then became me, so I'm the fourth coach of the school. Um, when I first got here, we, we had a decent uh, guys that were in school, basketball guys, football guys, but the, the basketball coach had his guys, I had my guys, and the basketball coach really didn't want his guys to play football. So when I came to him and like, hey man, this is one school, it's Hubbard Greyhound. Um, it's almost football season. Coming those guys come out for the teams, he really was agreeing to that because, you know, he had done so, been so successful in basketball here. Uh, so I went to the principal one day and said, look, everybody got to split sports. You know, you got to split the players in the school. You only have so many players. Finally, that, that, that coach, he, he the, guys, the guys came out on their own really you know once they came out we started going to look for one young man in the um, elementary school program dr jw smith formerly of julian high school started the elementary football program and we started going around talking to all those players bringing them to hubbard high school showing the uh, academics that we have here the ib program the math the english the band just the academics and from there i just started getting players every year every year every year just building a good program and since i've been here we had some successful teams uh, i mean we had some great players man i mean since i've been here we had over 680 guys get Division One scholarship. But my big great. thing prom, that I'm proud of, our guys graduate from college. When they come back, I don't do us when they have just a football picture hanging up. I got their graduation picture. One day I went to, my wife went to University of California, Berkeley, to Sean Katu's graduation, turn around, I had to go to Notre Dame to Robert Hughes' graduation. I'm like, wow. So I told him, I'll be at your graduation, so I got to keep my word. Because without those players, there wouldn't be no Coach Harris. Of course, having players graduate from Hubbard and go on and graduate from college is a big success right. from your program. What are some of the other big successes of your program? Uh, such as other sports we have, yeah. our basketball team. We have a young guy named Coach Johnson. He came back. He was an all-state basketball player. I want to say he went to Alabama State. He's back here now building our program from the ground up. So, you know what I did? Threw all the football players at him. You know, get all the guys you need right now. He's building that program from the ground up. They came in second place in the conference. Our soccer team played for the city championship. Coach Ocampo. We have a great soccer program. We have over 150 kids in the soccer program. Our water polo team has won conference champs. We started the Maybe about five or six years ago, our boys and girls swimming compete in the state and the city all the time. Uh, one thing that we did have, we won the city about five times in a row in golf. You know, Miss Webster's running volleyball. The yeah, I was competitive with the boys and the girls, and our track team is one of the top teams in the city. But well, coach, you also hold a position outside of uh, head football coach here at Hubbard. You hold two other positions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about, first of all, being the athletic director. How, how, how hard is it to balance both? being the athletic director of the Greyhounds and the head football coach. Well, you know, behind every great man, you know, well, there's a woman, Miss Jones. You know, she's out right now. She runs the women, female part of the athletic association. She do the women, I do the men, and we work together. She's been here ever since I got here in 95 helping me. And um, we came from a small athletic director, so to us, you know, and to what you see now, you know, we have over 27 sports. We have over 30 clubs. We're also over the clubs, too. So, you know, we have to do those clubs. Uh, it's a lot of hats, you know. You got to make sure the uniforms are here. You got to make sure the eligibility. You got to make sure that they get to uh, go to the doctor, get the physicals. And the main thing, number one, we do eligibility check every week. So sometimes you have to, have to tell the coach this person can't play because if we even see them getting a bad grade, not enough. If you see them getting a bad grade, we have to put them to the side, send them to the study hall right then and there to get those grades up. Now, you hold a position outside of Hubbard for the Coaches Association. Tell oh, our yeah. listeners about that. Uh, I'm the president of the Chicago Public School. Chicago Public League Football Coaches Association. I took over for Roy Curry before 
know him and was um, Lonnie Williams of King. He just retired. 49 years of coaching at King. And Dr. J.O. Smith was also held a position. I think I had this position now for the last maybe eight to nine years. Don't nobody want to take it. <laughs> it's 90 high schools playing. We meet once a month and we discuss things as uh, how can we get the kids in college because when the college coaches come to one school, we make sure that they have every resource to go to a King, like a high park, like a Solarios, like a little village or a Hirsch, you can find football players everywhere. So we don't want those kids to get overlooked by nobody. This year, that what we're trying to do is host a big gathering of all the guys signing the scholarship. We don't care what school they're going to, as long as they sign the scholarship. We haven't found the spot yet. We think that'll look real nice as we showing all these coaches together and all these kids going to the college signing the scholarship. So we're looking for a place that had that venue right now. And if one of our listeners happen to have an idea of where you can host. Should they get in contact yeah, with Yeah, contact me at 773-983-4010. Coach Elton Harris. Email E as in Edward, F as in Frank, H as in Harris, E.F. Harris at CPS, Chicago Public Schools, edu. Now, Coach, let's get off the business aspect. Let's talk a little football. When I first came here, it was crazy when I first got this job. Homecoming, I didn't know it was this big. I mean, I was at Robeson, they had homecoming, but being at Hubbard, it's a different kind of It's like being at a cleansing game right here. You know, Friday is turn up Friday. You know, so they're going to turn <laughs> okay. up the school right there. So come around here, you see a whole different thing. It's a barbecue. It's a pep assembly. They dress up. The mask got to be out. The band to be out. The alumni come back. Matter of fact, the alumni will be at the game, too, because it's alumni week. So they've been coming to get T-shirts and tickets. So it's a big thing for homecoming here at this school, at Hubbard High School. And we've never lost a homecoming since I've been here. You're looking to keep that streak alive. You see the principal say, you better win this game. You know, she, she, you never lost a homecoming. Don't lose, don't lose one with me, you know. She's my, I think, fifth principal. So I had Dr. Beeson, Miss Dubrow, Mr. Mano, Dr. Cavallis, Mr. Gilligan, and now Miss Wiley. I had five principals, and Miss Wiley is probably the best one we ever had because she's all about academics and sports. And the first thing you heard me say was academics, didn't you? Yeah. Not sports, academics. Yeah, she's definitely about that. You know, when she's a, she went to school at Harvard High School, so she's what we say, true greyhounds. That's our motto, true greyhounds. You, you're, you're the top of the food team. Yeah, we're the top of the food team. Well, we, we used to be there before and then you know this neighborhood where I'm at is real diverse neighborhood so you got kids from you know I call them the rainbow coalition you know we got a kicker from India we got one from Puerto Rico we got one from Mexico we got one from USA we got kids from everywhere with every part of life on this team so it's a, a huge melting it's, pile yeah and to get all those guys to come together and not call somebody this name and that name and that name so it's just uh, but I got good coaches that's, that's one thing we when our guy just retired Coach Cooper is like 75. He had Whitney Young years ago, but uh, he's, he, he got kind of tired. But he's a deacon in the church, so he comes by and talks to the players. Police officer Sherman Sampson is with us. Jeff Franklin, former offensive coordinator, Robeson High School. Eric Ware, former head coach of Bogan High School. We have a, a history teacher, Coach Boyd. We have art teacher, Coach Bolton. And I have three security guards. Okay. okay. This weekend, you take on the Kenwood Broncos. Yeah. Now, they come over from another conference, from the Windy City Conference. Won the Windy City Conference last year. They come over this year to your conference. Did that increase the competition in the conference? Because it was already a tough conference. Yeah, it, it, it's Coach told me the other day that this is one of the best conferences. I know they got Simeon over there with Curie, and I think that did. But then you got Phillips with those with Al Raven and other coach teams. But when you come to this conference, you got Morgan Park, Perspective with Terry. Terry Atkins at Morgan Park. I know him. I coached against him. He was on the team. We beat him when he played at Morgan Park. Terry Jones, that's perspective. I coached him at Robeson High School. Mike Ramsey was a player I was trying to get to come here, but he ended up going to Simeon, so I know him from being at the University of Illinois in Simeon. So the coaches, they know each other well. Know each other well. And I'm like, the, when I got here, I was the youngest guy. Now I'm the oldest guy. <laughs> I'm the oldest guy. Me and a Robeson coach, Fabray, Coach Carroll at Harper High School. We're the, I want to say, probably the three oldest guys left in that area from the 80s. Oh, wow. Now, how does that make you feel to be the elder states? Oh, now. Oh, man. I see people come back. My basketball girls come back and they married and got kids and the kids got kids. I'm like, man, I didn't think I, didn't think I was going to be here this long. I thought I was going to come here and work a little bit and go to college. I had chances to go to college, but Coach Carey told me something as a coach. And Coach Carey did like 40 years at Ropes Park and Ropes. If 
you lead those kids, who gonna coach and look out for those kids? Who's gonna coach those kids? You know, I, I had aspirations to be a college coach, but I got a lot of friends coaching college. Don't go right, you get fired. Now you don't move your family, you're fired. You don't win any games, you're fired. It's not a day go by that I pray every day about my football players making a home safe every day, that they get there. Just get to the house and get up and I'm gonna see them in the morning time and I count and see who's here and not here every day. It's just the love of God that I'm still here, still hanging in here and uh, the players make I'm just a coach. I don't, you know, they do all the running and the jumping and all that and catching. I don't do none of that stuff. It wasn't for those guys. Anybody probably can do what I do. I just, I just coach a team. Coach, you've spoken about a lot of alumni, and you have some key alumni out here that uh-huh. have come back. I would have to give you an opportunity to talk about some of the great players that your football program has sent on to better things, starting with a Super Bowl winner. Oh, um, Kevin Hayes, Kookaboo. <laughs> That's what we call him. He came from Washington Park Red. Skin, but his cousin was already his cousin was Damian Henderson, a great running back from Robeson. I brought Damian Henderson over here with me to become one of my coaches once he got out of college. Damian brought his brother Ben Henderson with him, who was a freshman running back. Once he got here, we had a guy named Timmy Greer, all state quarterback, running back. Rasan Hall, my first all state quarterback. But Timmy Greer had a guy he brought here named Charles Frazier, transferred from Mount Carmel here. He was a three time all state running back. He coaches over at Simeon now. All those guys made Kel. Because Kevin was a little freshman on the varsity, thought he knew everything because he hung around with the seniors, upperclassmen. But he really tried, tried to be better. When he was a freshman and sophomore, his grades wasn't all that great. He got a scholarship through the University of Illinois with Coach Ron Turner. But he had to go to junior college. But he had a plan. He said, Coach, I got a plan. He went to junior college. I forget the name of it right now. He went there and became junior college player of the year. From there, he went to the University of Illinois. And he was playing offense all the time. I said, man, you, you don't get hurt by this offense. Ain't no quarterback in Illinois. And, you, know, you know, getting hurt playing the Minnesota game. So the defensive coordinator switching defensive back. He was playing offensive defense. He was doing pretty good. Ended up making all Big Ten. They second team. Told us, hey coach, I'm going to the draft. I gotta go work out in Arizona. So we went to Arizona. Came back. Me and Miss Jones and the school hosted this draft party for him. Right. They hosted a draft party. I'm the first time being in a draft party in my life. <laughs> we were sitting around. Everybody was getting drafted. When the second round came, the Indianapolis coach were up. And his name popped up. He got on the phone. And they said, in the second round, the Indianapolis coach take out of the University of Illinois. Kelvin Hate now was missed. almost broke down and created tears. <laughs> a product of Hubbard, of Hubbard High School. And he got in that super. But when he ran an interception all the way back, and my wife had a Bears part. Of course, we got his jersey on, <laughs> walking around. Everybody's booing us and all that. I'm like, well, if the Bears win, I don't know nobody on the Bears. I know Kelvin Hate on the coach. When he picked that ball off and ran it back for a touchdown, and they said, Kelvin Hate out of Chicago Hubbard High School scored. That made everybody feel good. I mean, everybody, you could not, you could not. Not like what he did for the school, and then you know, of course it made the school come to the spotlight. After Kelvin Hate, well, we had a guy named Nate Lyle, University of Virginia, and I'm going to the Jets. He played for the Jets. He played for the Raiders. Shaka Tooth, University of California, Berkeley. He played for the San Diego Chargers, Chicago Bears. Robert Hughes, University of Notre Dame. He played for the Bears, Coles, Arizona, and Cleveland. So, and then we had the guys who got drafted and didn't make it. We had guys played in the World League. We had guys over in Canada. We had guys uh, Jeffrey Franklin played for USA football played over in Spain so we got guys playing in different countries you know? and how does that make you feel man coach? it makes me feel good because I've never been over there I'm like guess how I feel to be over in Italy you know he played in the Italian league you know and Nate played in the Italian league now this guy is like Dr. Nate Lyles you know attorney guys that's on our team right now Brandon's attorney now to see these guys come back and talk to you and you, you remember when they was like little guys you know and coach I'm a hard coach so I'm on their butt all the time about something and to see these guys come back and then, then you had guys on our team who's passed away now. I got about three guys that passed away. And I think about them a lot. You know, Vega, he's gone, killed in a car accident. You know, so two other guys got killed. Think about the good times, bad times come. You know, and I also think about the guys who dead who passed away. Man, that's just a portion of our recap of that interview. If you want to hear it in its entirety, go to the Urban Fieldhouse Media website. You can click on Coaches Chatter or type in Elton Harris a lot of people's lives have changed because of this man. And we just once again want to say congratulations to you, Coach Elton Harris. Still coach and picked up another sport. He went back to girls basketball this year. I, I mean, the man still got it, but he's a strong influence on Chicago area high school sports and one 
well deserving of the honor to be in the IHSA Football Hall of Fame. Want to thank you for joining us for another edition of the H2S2 High School Hall of Sports Show. We would like to thank all of our guests on this week's show from Good Stem Academy Baseball, Coach Guillermo Guzman, Coach Herrera, and all of the shining stars from the Knights Baseball Squad. Go out and support Chicago area public league baseball. If they're playing at a park near you, go check them out and show your support to them as well. Also want to thank our H2S2 resident student reporter, Alex Burston. Great job again updating us on everything Tap Sports. Want to thank him. He's doing a great job. And thank our sponsors who partner with us to bring you the best show in Chicago for our high school sports, the H2S2. Remember... Next week, we go live. Well, once again, we're Facebook Live on our H2S2 Baseball and Softball Games of the Week. So make sure you tune in to that on Facebook. If you're a school, coach, or athletic organization and you are hosting a sports camp or training event that helps Chicago area youth, let us know. We want to give our support by giving your event a mention on the show to help get the word out as a part of our mission statement to keep kids safe from the streets while learning to become better athletes. To all AAU teams, coaches, and players, the Baylor Youth Basketball will be hosting several events throughout the spring and summer. These events are NCAA certified and include grade school on through high school ballers. So if you're looking to catch the eye of a college recruit, check out BaylorBasketball.org for a list of their upcoming events. Starts Up Front organization is offering one-hour training sessions to all offense and defense alignment. Training is held at Diet High School, 555 East 51st Street in Chicago. Youth training is from 12 noon to 1 p.m. High school players are trained from 1 to 2 p.m. The training goes until May 25th, 2019. For more information, you can go visit their website, startsupfront.com, or call 773-556-5511. Young people, this week's quote is from one of Major League Baseball's greatest managers, Tommy Lasorda. He was a great one for the L.A. Dodgers, who once said, the difference between the impossible and possible lies in a person's determination. That's a great quote there. Don't forget to check us out on social media. We're on Facebook and Twitter at Urban Fieldhouse. Also, give us a like on our Facebook page, the High School Holler Sports Show. We appreciate the love. And also feel free to share the H2S2 show with others by inviting them to like it as well. I want to remind you all that you can listen to a broadcast of today's show along with many other past shows and segments by visiting the Urban Fieldhouse Media website at urbanfieldhousemedia.com. For my mobile phone users, go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and if you're even on SoundCloud, you can follow us there too by searching for us under the name Urban Fieldhouse Media. Holler at us each and every Saturday afternoon at 12 noon. And remember, God loves you and we do too. Until next time, I'm Stephen Spoon Ramsey. Ah-ha! At you next week. High School Holler.